Thank you for joining with me for Devotion 2 in the series that we began yesterday. And we've called this series from the beginning until the end, the story of creation, rebellion, salvation, and consummation. We could just simply say it's the story of reality. It is the testimony to uh, the reason for there being something uh, rather than nothing. It answers the, the question of, uh, uh, of where did I come from and where am I going and why am I even here? All of these questions are very crucial uh, to every worldview and they must be answered uh, intelligently and coherently and, and truthfully. And I would say to you, that it is the Word of God, it's the Bible, that, on, that it's the only source that we can find the answers to these uh, great, great questions. Uh, today, we're in the book of Romans chapter 5, and I'm going to begin reading in verse 12 in just a moment, the book of Romans chapter 5, and we're going to read uh, verses 12 through 21. Yesterday, we, we talked about creation, uh, the fact that God... Uh, uh, and really, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as we, if we look at the testimony of Scripture, all three persons of the Trinity are involved in the work of creation, and the purpose of creation is that it would ultimately bring glory uh, to God. And, and, and so uh, if, if we think about creation, though, we have to understand that creation, uh, our lives, reality, is maybe less than what we think it ought to be. That is, why is life, why is life as a creature, uh, life in creation, if it has been designed and given by a good God, and it has been, then why is it so difficult? Why, why does sickness and death consistently and constantly intrude upon our lives? Well, the Bible answers that question for us and uh, gives us a, a sense of hope and a sense of purpose uh, in the midst of the very real, very daunting, very painful challenges that are a part of living in this created order. The reason that things are not as maybe they ought to be, or maybe they should be, maybe things don't work as well as they were designed to work. It's because of one event that we typically refer to as the fall. That is when human beings, namely Adam and Eve, our first parents, when they willfully chose to rebel against Almighty God, and through that act of rebellion, uh, sin and death and, and really cosmic chaos... Uh, became the reality of the created order. And so Paul describes a bit of what the writer of Genesis, Moses, details for us in Genesis 2 and 3. In Genesis 2, uh, Moses records God's word to Adam regarding uh, a prohibition against eating from a particular tree. And then in Genesis 3, we have the tragic testimony of Adam's uh, choice to rebel against God and actually eat from that tree. And we also see uh, that the Word of God spells out uh, the disastrous consequences 
for Adam's rebellion. And so it is those consequences and that judgment that uh, came to the world that is the reason that life is so very difficult. And it's the reason that we must have someone or, or some way to be reconciled to God because since that event, man has been estranged, he has been alienated uh, from God. So let's read Paul's explanation, Romans 5.12. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was the type of the one to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass, for if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by that grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin, for the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation. But the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. For if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more Will those who receive the abundant grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness led to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous. Now the law came in to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more, so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness, leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And so Paul is commenting on the events that are recorded in Genesis chapter 2 and Genesis chapter 3. And in this explanation, which volumes have been written about, and I'm attempting in the next two or three minutes to give you a, a thumbnail kind of uh, overarching understanding. But here, uh, Paul is introducing us to the concept of two atoms. First Adam, the Adam of the, the man of dust, the man created uh, by God in the beginning, and then a second Adam uh, who is Jesus Christ, who is the, the head of two different races of men. Uh, the, the natural man, the sinful man, Adam, and the righteous man, Jesus Christ. And so, sin entered our realm through the rebellion of that man, Adam. He chose to uh, believe the lie of the serpent, to participate in the conspiracy, so to speak, that uh, uh, began with the wife, Eve. And because of their sin, we became sinners. And so Genesis 3 spells out for us, well, what happened? Well, physical death entered our realm. It became our experience, this thing that we call COVID-19. It is a direct repercussion of Adam's rebellion. 
And so sickness, disease, ultimately mortality, the very fact that within each of us, we're born as being subject to the principle of mortality. That is, it will ultimately claim us. And then there, there's the, the greater tragedy of spiritual death. That is, that we are separated from, from God. Uh, we are oriented and inclined uh, to rebel against God. And because these two things are true, we, we're, we live in, at enmity with our other image bearers. And this affects our, our families, it affects our work, it f- affects all of society, it even affects the church, the people of, that actually uh, know Jesus Christ. We still struggle with the realities of the fall and sin. And so there was physical death, spiritual death, and then I would even call it cosmic death. That this corruption, uh, this uh, reality of mortality, uh, came into the world and, and upended, in a sense, the, the natural design, the natural order, uh, so that uh, uh, things uh, do not function as well and as efficiently as God designed them uh, to do. And it, it really uh, creates the, uh, the setting uh, for all types of uh, uh, economic deprivation because it's a difficult world to live in. It's a difficult world in which to provide for yourself and your family. So all of these things uh, come to us because of this one act of rebellion. But Paul's point in appealing to Adam is for the purpose of explaining to us the purpose of Christ. Adam brought sin and destruction. Adam brought hopelessness. But this second Adam, this man of heaven, this man of righteousness has entered our realm, and he has performed the deeds that Adam chose not to perform. He has obeyed where Adam has rebelled, and he has actually paid the penalty, namely death, for Adam's rebellion and for the death that would come to all men. And so Paul can sum it up in in 1 Corinthians 15 as in Adam all men die, and in Jesus Christ all men live. Now what does Paul mean? That is, The natural man, the man that's only related to Adam, will ultimately die, pay the penalty for his sin. But for those who come to know Jesus Christ and the forgiveness of sin, they will ultimately live. The the curse, uh, the curse of death, shall ultimately be reversed because of the second Adam, because of the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, we live in a, a wonderful world, a created world, a world designed by God to sustain humanity, to be uh, uh, maintained and, and uh, managed by humanity for our provision. But it's also a very difficult world. And it's a world in which we as the image bearers of God have been corrupted uh, by sin. We're, we're born uh, into a state of spiritual death. We're born separated from God. We're born hostile to God and We ultimately need a reconciler. We need a Savior, and His name is Jesus Christ. And so, again, why is life so difficult? In in every category that you would look at, why is life so difficult? It's all traced back to the act of the first Adam, the act that brought about the fall into sin. And then, if we ask the question, then, where is there hope? Well, there is hope in the second Adam, 
through the work of the second Adam, through the one who came and conquered sin and death and the grave for all who would believe. So, I hope uh, this is helpful for you today. I hope you can think about these things. And I will look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow. God bless you today.